This episode of Accelerate is brought to you in part by Discover.org. Looking to close four times as many deals in half the time? Discover.org's industry-leading human-verified sales intelligence gives you all of the data and insights like direct dials, org charts, planned projects, verified emails, and executive moves. You need to stop wasting time on research and spend more time talking to the right decision maker with the right message at the right time. Their team of 250-plus sales researchers do all the work so that you don't have to. 2,500 companies are already using Discover.org to win more deals. So check them out at www.discoverorg.com. That's www.discoverorg.com. It's time to accelerate. Hey, friends. This is Andy. Welcome to episode 597 of Accelerate, the sales podcast of record. Joining me today on Accelerate is my guest, Matt Sniff. Matt's founder and CEO at Map My Customers. The general topic we're going to talk about today is how to increase your call planning effectiveness. Now, as an industry, a sales industry, we're generally so focused on the growth of inside sales these days that we tend to forget that the substantial majority of uh, salespeople are still employed out in the field as field sales reps. And so today we're going to focus on that. We're going to talk about ways that you can supercharge your outside reps' productivity to help them stay engaged with customers and close more sales. And it's really all about how do you make their time in the field as productive as possible to help maximize the quantity and value of their customer interactions within a given time and within a given territory. So make sure you join us for this conversation. If you'd like to see the show notes for this episode, go to andypaul.com forward slash 597. Before I talk with Matt, let me remind you that today's show is brought to you in part by our friends at Discover.org. Discover.org platform is a game changer for sales and marketing. The feature-rich sales intelligence platform is supported by over 250 researchers who continually update contact data and provide account-specific insight to help sales and marketing teams break ahead of the pack. So see the product live at discoverorg.com forward slash schedule hyphen demo. That's discoverorg.com forward slash schedule hyphen demo. All right, let's jump right into it. Matt Sniff, welcome to Accelerate. Thanks for having me, Andy. My pleasure, my pleasure. So I guess standard question I open all my interviews with, and that is, in your opinion, what's the single biggest challenge that faces sales reps today? That's a great question. Um, you know, I would have to say, and and, and this, it, you know, I'm 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 kind of gonna touch on this later, but I think it's efficiency, right? I think, you know, my intro to sales was really with my father, and he's been an outside salesperson for almost forty years now. And I would see him, you know, growing up as a kid, get into his you know car on a mm-hmm. Monday morning and just open up his laptop and and just pour over tons and tons of you know data in an Excel spreadsheet. And this was back, you know, before the days of, you know, the, you know, rise of SaaS businesses, and you know, giant CRMs like Salesforce and all that. So this was back um, well, not in the only, early... Not only before the days of giant CRMs, before the day of CRMs at all. If it's 40 years <laughs> before email, before laptops. It, it, it wasn't that long ago. I'm not, I'm not too old, but it was, it was back in, in, in the day where, you know, we, we didn't have all the things we have now that could make us really efficient. And I think, um, you know, I, I think nowadays it's, it's, it, 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 there's so much technology at our disposal that can make us so much more productive. 
Um, and we just need to, we just need to realize that. I think, um, a lot of folks are just kind of stuck in their old habits or, you know, filling time with, um, little to do's that maybe have little or no importance and they could be spending that time, you know, being efficient with, you know, visiting, visiting another customer on their way to another customer or filling in routes. If, uh, you know, somebody, you know, they have an appointment with cancels or, or what have you, um, just being really productive with your time because, you know, the, the old saying, obviously time is money is, is, is especially true with sales, with sales folks. And, um, your time is, is really valuable and, you know, you want to get back to your family. Um, you want to, you know, you want to close the next deal. Uh, you're always looking for that leg up and, 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 and field salespeople especially are always looking for a leg up, you know, another meeting, another deal, another close. Um, and it, it all boils down to, can you make that extra visit? Can you make that extra call? Can you be that much more efficient than everybody else? What's going to be the differentiator between you and, you know, your colleague, right? So what did your father sell? Flooring. He sells flooring. Sells flooring. Okay. And how big of a territory does he have? So he started out, um, he's worked for a couple of different companies over the years, but um, he started out selling in just Northeast Ohio in the Cleveland area, um, Akron, Cleveland area. And then he moved on to, uh, kind of uh, the Michigan and Ohio region. Um, and then when he moved into a new position at a different company, he kind of got most of the East Coast. So you can imagine from Florida to Maine, um, it's quite a large territory and uh, quite a lot of business to take care of. So uh, managing thousands of different accounts. Um, and, you know, the flooring industry is quite unique because it's actually uh, pretty decentralized. There's There's not like one or two or three main, you know, big box retailers selling flooring, it's distributed amongst a ton of little mom pop shops and carpet ones, abbeys, you know, flooring mm-hmm. Americas, things sure. like that, right? Um, so, so it's really hundreds of thousands of these little stores across the whole country. And, um, you know, you have to keep in contact with those customers, right? Yeah. So he was, he was servicing dealers or resellers, um, as you said, potentially thousands of accounts. Exactly. It was he's visiting every little shop and uh, making sure they knew about his products and they knew how to sell it and they knew how to show it off. Um, and eventually he, um, you know, now he's a distribution manager um, and he manages just a several, uh, you know, larger accounts, um, but still pops in and, and, and has to manage those reps that visit all those little accounts. Right. So, yeah, I think it would surprise a lot of people that are listening to the show that that, you know, if you're in if you're in the Bay Area, if you're in Silicon Valley, you tend to think that, wow, there aren't such things as field sales reps. Everybody, everybody must have gone inside. But <laughs> the fact is that the vast majority of sales reps that are selling today are still field sales reps or you know, a hybrid of some sort, right? But they yes. have some part of their job is going out and meeting with customers. And I think that's uh, a shock when you tell people that. Yeah, no, I mean, having recently come back from the Bay Area, Andy, um, you know, I, I get, I still connect with friends and, and, um, and colleagues out there. And, and I hear about, you know, the latest and greatest, whether it be through Facebook groups or, uh, just through my friends. And, uh, and, and there's, you know, some of my marketing buddies, they're, they're talking about these new movements. And, and one of them was called, uh, and he was trying to really sell me on this one, uh, H to H or human to human, right? He's like, you know, you all got, you all, we all have to be about H to H in our marketing messaging. Right. Um, and I'm just looking at him like, you aren't from the East Coast, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Well, and that's so funny, right? It's it's. I'd written a a uh, article a few weeks ago that that was all about you know this brand new sales tactic that exists, oh. which is actually 
leave the office and go meet your customers. You know, especially, <laughs> especially in the SaaS business and places like that where it rarely happens. So tell us about your customer because you're or your company, excuse me, because your customer company is is all about field sales. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to touch, you know, I, I you brought up an interesting point just now, Andy. Um, you know, a lot of people on the West Coast they might not you know, be aware of, you know, that you can actually go visit your customers, that there are such things um, as field reps still out in the field selling every day face-to-face. There's actually quite a bit of emerging markets um, out there for field sales. And, and one of those is actually the cannabis business. Um, and we get a lot of these type of companies in Colorado, California, Washington State um, coming on and using our platform as they're distributing their product across regional and state markets, right? Um, <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. So that's just a, yeah, absolutely. It's just an interesting little note. Um, but yeah, about, um, about my company, about my customers. So, you know, we started, um, you know, back in 2015, early 2015, um, actually in the Bay area. And then I moved back East, uh, you know, where I'm originally from and we settled into the triangle area, but you know, our tool sells directly to outside sales folks. Um, and you know, you can, you can get our tool on the app store, Google play store, or, um, visit our website at mapmycustomers.ne. But what we basically do for field sales is we kind of automate their whole entire day. So we make them, you know, we, su- we supercharge their productivity. We help them stay engaged with customers. Um, we help them close more business. We help them, you know, just basically never lose that business ever again. So that's kind of what we're focused on. So well, what was the impetus to start the company? I mean, you were pretty freshly new out of school. You hadn't really been in sales as far as, right? So and other, obviously your father was a huge influence, but was that... Yeah, sort of what you said. Oh, yeah, here's a need. Yeah, it was actually my father's idea, Andy. Um, and this was a directly pain uh, that he had. And he came to me about three years ago. Um, and he asked me to kind of solve this issue for him. And it was sort of, you know, I, I was an engineer, a former engineer in the Bay Area. Um, and I was home for winter break one year. And he just, um, you know, he came to me and he's like, can you help me solve this problem? I have this spreadsheet. I have all this data, but I, I really am losing track of all my accounts that I have to keep up with. And, you know, I, I just kind of hacked something together really quickly. No intentions of starting a business or anything like that. And then I took it to him and he showed some of his buddies and some of his colleagues up in, uh, I think it was Syracuse, New York. And he goes to them, uh, into a couple customers one day and he goes, you know, how many accounts do you think you have in, uh, the Syracuse region? And they go, Oh, well, we know we have, you know, the one on the West end, we have, you know, Sally and Bob over here and, and we have that other account on the North end of town. And he goes, no, take a look at this map. Uh, you guys have 42 clients in just Syracuse. And, and that kind of, that kind of blew their mind. And, uh, from there, you know, I put it on the app store and I kind of just watched it grow. And at a certain point, um, was able to make enough revenue to, to take the company full time. Um, and start growing the team and uh, and give it a real shot at, at, at getting it somewhere. Interesting, interesting. So hopefully dad has a good stake in the company. Yeah, you know, him and I, um, you know, it's an interesting relationship because you don't see this a lot. And I actually, you know, I wrote a blog article on this, right? Um, you know, I think it's called Father and Son Inc., right? You, you, don't, right. you don't hear about father and son businesses in, in, in high tech, right? It, it, that's not something that, you know, you really think about. Um, but he's been a great mentor. And as you know, um, I come from an engineering background, not a sales background, not that I haven't you know, been doing sales. What founder isn't a salesperson, right? Sure. Um, but I've, I've just had that hunger. I've been doing startups for about seven years, ever since I got into you know, college. Um, and uh, I, I love every aspect of you know, running a startup company. It's absolutely um, sort of my lifeblood, right? So uh, for me, there's nothing more special than to be able to share 
um, you know, some of the success with my dad and to get his mentorship on the sales end um, and to, to grow this with him, Andy. So tell us a little bit about the app so that, that people understand it. Because again, I, you know, some, some percentage of the audience are you know, pretty driven by inside sales. We do have some field, obviously a good chunk of field salespeople as well that listen. So tell us about what, what it does. And then after that, we'll get into sort of who your primary customers are. Yeah, so the you know the iPhone app basically and the Android app, um, you know, there's really kind of four main value propositions that I like to describe. Um, the first one, it's all about you know data visualization and getting insights from your data. So you can sync it with Salesforce, you can sync it with any big name CRM, HubSpot, you know, Dynamics, mm-hmm. uh, Outlook, you know, just a bunch of different CRMs, um, or just import your spreadsheet data. And you know, about half of our company is actually just individual sales reps paying for this out of their own pocket because it's actually such a good investment for them. It pays for itself in a matter of a week or two on just the amount they save with, you know, traveling alone. Um, not to mention the amount of extra, you know, commission dollars that they will receive. Um, but so, it helps them strategically go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, so the, the primary application is, is optimizing the routes they travel when they call on customers. Yeah, I think the two main things, um, you know, optimizing routes is a really big one. Um, and that's, uh, you know, part of the effectively planning their day, you know, piece. And then the, the primary one, though, is actually just account targeting. So being able to strategically identify the accounts that you want to go see, because our application is best served from people who have at least 75 accounts or more um, that they have to maintain. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're going into a new like say you're going to a new, you know, the prime example that I like to give a lot is say you're going into a new city, say, you know, San Francisco, and you want to see everybody who is within, you know, seven miles of city center who you haven't seen in two months, who has a sales target of X dollars um, and is, you know, open on Wednesday mornings uh, for business, then you could run that filter on a map and you can visually as an outside person, your whole day revolves around where are you going to go, right? It's where, where, where. Um, it's like a Google Maps CRM. It's literally uh, built for the field salesperson to go and find who they're going to go visit. Yeah, I mean, I, I like this idea you have this this find nearby feature, which, you know, <laughs> I think back in the days when I first started in selling and and I was out driving in the Bay Area, in the East Bay Area, I'd from f- people familiar from Fremont to Vallejo as my territory, and then <laughs> out east to uh, to Brentwood or Antioch. Is yeah, I could have used that. You know, anytime I had extra time, you know, an extra half hour or something, yeah, you know, who's nearby that I could go call on? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and I think it's it's really a whole suite of tools on top of that, right? So we have got a lot of tools that outside salespeople have generally went to a bunch of different applications for. So for example, we have a business card scanner that automates, you know, and all of these I'm about to name are kind of like, you know, these are features in the, in the, in the grand scheme of things that will help automate your day as a salesperson and close more business, right? Business card scanning, automation of emails, automatic follow-ups and check-ins. So you, when you go to a customer, it automatically, you know, logs that and you can go back and take a look at where you've been. Um, Automatic reminders of when you need to go follow up with people. And another cool feature is actually, um, so you can easily visualize who you haven't seen in a very long time. We have kind of a check-in map that kind of makes accounts uh, darker and darker shades of red as it's been longer since you've seen them. So when you take a look at your territory, you take a look at your map of where you're going to go, you know instantly at, at one glance who you haven't seen in a while and where you need to plan your next trip, which is you know really incredibly valuable for, for field sales folks. Yeah, because I mean, prioritization is always the, always the key. I mean, and 
Is there a way that you you filter that that deep red with account size and other things? Yeah, you can apply filters on top of it, everything like that, right? And and that's the really cool part is the kind of uh, the simplicity of the tool, but also how robust it can be. Um, so basically, you can apply you know filters on top of that. You can put accounts into you know say one category called product A, you know another category called product C, and that's like two different products they sell. And maybe you have a, a group for, you know, sales rep Bob, if you're a team, you know, team manager. So you can go onto the map and you could say, um, you know, show me all the accounts that I have, you know, Bob hasn't seen in a while who sells product C. And then I know I need to go talk to Bob about pushing this product a little bit harder in this market or what have you. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, you can, you can really, you can really kind of, you know, customize the tool to, you know, uh, do quite a lot. So, your ideal client profile is is what from a company standpoint? It's anybody who you know has a sales team, and, and really we try to focus on sales teams. Um, and we we built a lot of uh, and spent a lot of time building features, basically simply for teams, um, allowing them to easily share their data, set access rights on their data, um, you know, kind of track locations, like of you know, track if reps have been to places, um, you know, so they can automatically. Uh, you know, log in and see that they've, you know, they've been to 10 customers in this area or that area. Right. Um, And uh, so the ideal client might be somebody who has a sales team of at least 10 folks and each of those sales reps has at least 75 accounts or more. Um, And I'm not going to name a specific industry per se, but I can say that industries that have gone really well for us are sort of uh, pharmaceutical sales, right. Medical Mm -hmm. device sales um, and uh, any sort of commodity like, you know, we've got some users from, you know, places like Mary Kay, right? They sell cosmetics, commodities, door to door, that kind of thing. Um, and then another big uh, industry would be just general IT. And, and there's actually a lot of folks in IT selling, you know, in the field, going business to business, um, you know, value added resellers, folks like that. Right. So um, those are sort of the sort of the kind of uh, clients that we see come onto our platform. Yeah. I mean, I think any company that has like a business like your father works in that has resellers, you know, it could be retailers, could be, as you said, value-added resellers, any sort of channel partners that they have to manage. It's, and you have to go out and touch these people, then it seems like sort of an ideal product to help, as that, optimize your day. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, it helps. We've, we've had clients say, you know, like this is the single biggest advantage they have in their day. Uh, you know, you help me increase the number of demos I do by, you know, a hundred percent in literally just opening this tool and using it for the first time for the first week. Um, and in some industries that's incredibly impactful, just getting one more demo or one more face-to-face meeting or, you know, what have you, it's, um, it's all about margins and, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of what we are, you know, best at helping them do is, is, is be super efficient and productive and and get the most out of their workday. So what are you hearing from your customers in terms of, feeling a pressure to to bring more sales in-house and inside as opposed to maintaining field field teams i mean are are they you know committed to staying outside or or what are you sort of seeing with your customers i think they generally they see you know going outside and selling in the field is sort of necessary right i mean i think they bundle it with a hybrid approach of you know some inside some outside sure um and i think you know what the interesting part is our tool actually can serve a little bit on the inside um but more on maybe sort of just the planning side of things like um we have some marketers using our tool but uh for the most part it's uh it's most interesting for field sales people obviously 
um, when the routing comes into effect and, and, and when you're planning your routes and, you know, planning sort of your schedule and everything like that. But, um, you know, we get a lot of people who, uh, do, you know, spend a lot of their time outdoors. Um, but they use our tool on the inside sort of to like do, do all the reporting, right. And, and all that. So some folks use it. We have other tools like the, like a lead funnel and everything like that. They can sync back and forth with, you know, your CRM, your CRM, if you're using one, so they can still get a lot out of the tool through some of the sort of more robust charting and reporting that we offer. Um, but for the most part, we do get a lot of startups using the tool. And, and like I mentioned, some emerging markets where, um, you have to go out into the field and distribute and, you know, sell your product and there's almost no other way to do it. So I think that's kind of one of the cool things about sales in general and why sales is such an interesting industry. I think it'll be one of the last, one of the very last industries that will be automated, right? It's, if you think about it, 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 it it's just kind of mind boggling how hard it would be to replace human to human interaction. And I think like we, we talked about at the very beginning of the segment here, Andy, um, in the Valley, there's, they're starting to, you know, you know, kind of like a, like a, like a fashion trend would come back, right? Like they're starting to come back and thinking, Oh, well, how do we differentiate when everyone's super, you know, zoned in on, you know, perfecting inside sales. And they're like, well, let's go outside. Nobody's tried that yet. Right. So, but it's true. And that, that's, I think I told you, that's what I'd written about recently is that it's a huge differentiator. If you actually go out and meet somebody, I mean, especially, especially in a, uh, a sale with any sort of complexity and any sort of lifetime cont- contract value that's you know measured in tens of thousands of dollars is is one trip can can spell a huge difference. And and I think you know what uh, who in the right mind you know who's a uh, you know a good salesperson would would say if you had a client that's you know a hundred seats or you know like any sizable amount and of you know an enterprise that you wouldn't go and, you know, take them out to lunch. I mean, obviously you would, you would go and, and take that client out to lunch and, but they, um, and but they go, don't. And it's, it's incredible that they don't, but <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, that's what I'm saying. It's so you build that rapport with that customer and, um, it's almost, um, it, it, it's almost incredible that, you know, that, that, that we're at that point. Right. And, 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 you know, kind of today's, you know, selling climate. Well, and decisions are, are made on the thinnest of differences between, between companies, and you know, I asked this question when I, you know, speak to, to groups in public and so on. I said, you know, so tell me how much you won by. What was your margin of victory? You know, are you one percent better, five percent mm-hmm. better, ten percent better on the deal you won? And the fact is, no one knows, right? You can't quantify that, but mm-hmm. but you have to assume that. And there's been some research done by this, by actually some professors that wrote published an article a few years ago in the Harvard Business Review, is that. You really your assumption sorry has to be that it's like one or two percent, and that those differences between you since all the products are so commoditized these days so quickly is you know those intangible things like getting out and meeting someone that could be the one percent well, I mean think about what sales is right I mean you know my you know you know I, I was always fascinated by sales when people ask me what my you know my father did when I was a when I was a little kid I would just be like oh he, t- he talks on the phone for a living right like mm-hmm. I had no idea what he did right <laughs> um, and and I had no idea why his job and to be honest I had no job no idea um, you know what exactly his job entailed and and you know he told me Matthew you know one thing you got to remember, and, and I knew he wasn't selling the best product at the time back when he was at a company, um, you know, in, in, in Cleveland, he was not selling the best flooring out there. Um, and he knew it, but he told me, you know, Matthew, like they're not buying 
my product. They're buying from me. They're buying from Tom. And that's one thing you got to keep in mind is, you know, people buy from people. And I think when you talk about nowadays, everybody's so analytical, you know, I'm obviously very analytical myself as an engineer. Um, when you talk about scoring, you know, you know, my marketing leads, for example, you give points when someone visits your site, when someone opens your mm-hmm. email, blah, 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 right. Why would you not, you know, why, when you take a look at how you're going to score a sales lead, like why would you not incorporate, you know, a physical touch point, right? Like that, that is a, you want probably, um, you know, the grading for that was, is probably worth more than, you know, almost, almost anything else. Right. So, um, if, if things are like literally like one or 2% margins, right. So it's, it's definitely a differentiator. Like you said, I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. I think it's, as you said, it's, it's perhaps becoming a fad, a trend, but it's, it's, Something people really need to be mindful of. The people that are always in the field are probably laughing as they they hear this, but because they understand mm-hmm. what a difference it makes. I mean, I can't I can't even envision you know some things because I sold some you know very large complex communications networks for years that you know millions of dollars and yeah, it's a hybrid approach, right? I mean, I had customers that overseas that I may have only seen once, maybe twice before they spent three, four, five million dollars with me, but. I couldn't have gotten it done without those face-to-face meetings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, solution selling is one of the harder, you know, obviously things to, to automate. And I think that's what makes sales such an interesting industry. Um, because you, you think about how you're, you would automate, you know, in your position, selling that, you know, complex, you know, solution to, to a client. It would be really difficult. Um, and it would, uh, you know, it would certainly, um, you know, it's, it certainly would be really difficult, you know. Well, it would have been impossible. And given the sort of the breadth of stakeholders that had to be involved in making the decision, as well as just the whole process of of building credibility with them, because in those cases, I was working for startups, you know, Valley-based startups, California-based startups, dealing against established brand names selling multi-billion dollars a year worth of revenue. And so, how did we how did we differentiate ourselves? It wasn't. It required a lot of a lot of relationship building. Which some amount could take place over the phone, but but to really cement it and to really really ask the tough questions, uh, you had to do it in person. I mean, I, absolutely, and you know, it's it's interesting that we talk about you know outside sales and sort of the emergence of outside sales because you know our company where where most of our sales are inside, right? I mean, it, we're not we're selling a software product, so um, but now as we get in close bigger clients, it's, you know, we're absolutely, you got to believe that we're out in the field and we're taking, you know, customers to launch and we're building that rapport with them. And it's, it's a really important thing. Um, and, and that's also why I mentioned at the beginning of the show about, you know, follow-ups is because, um, you know, for us, it's, it's also about, you know, cold calling, right. And, and, and I think cold calling is something that's not so, so much so dead either. I think that's something that's absolutely necessary when I take a look at, you know, others in the space. I see there's, you know, a lot, a large focus on inbound leads and absolutely, you know, 99% of our leads today are pretty much inbound leads. Right. And that's great, but we have to rely, we can't just rely on what's coming inbound to us. We have to, you know, especially for our market, I think it's more of, you know, we have a bit of education to do, right. Mm -hmm. Like you and I are talking about this right now. There's some education as to why you even need to be out in the field nowadays. So when we have to do that, you know, we have to really think about, you know, how we're going to do that. And I think, you know, that's going to take an outbound effort. So, well, also in your case, you're actually targeting specific accounts. So yeah, I mean, you can use some automation on targeted accounts, obviously the whole account based selling, uh, approach, but yeah, sometimes you, 
pick up the phone, just call somebody. Absolutely. I mean, you know, an account based stuff can work really well and it's, it's not, you know, as a startup, we don't have all the resources in the world and there's nothing better than just, you know, old school determination and grit and old school, you know, prospecting and just picking up the phone and, and getting any spec of uh, information on a customer that you can from, you know, LinkedIn, Google, Hoover's, what have you. Right. And, and just going out and picking up the phone. Hoover's there's a blast from the past. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, Again, not to date myself necessarily, but I remember using the printed Hoovers to uh, to try to find prospects. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, just to give you a sense of when I got started. Back when it was really hard. So, <laughs> um, okay, well, so let's just finish up. So how do you see what you're doing evolving? I mean, how do you see uh, sort of the future of Map My Customers going in terms of the app that you're selling and the customers you support? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as far as where we focused our efforts, it's really on being, uh, uh, you know, kind of a f- automating all field sales, right? Being that really efficient, you know, efficiency, that, that outside sales efficiency tool for, for teams. And I think we see ourselves building, you know, obviously, um, you know, kind of more of a team's product and, and building into, you know, more of a custom, you know, set of solutions for, for teams and involving, um, you know, I think, I think involving a lot more data science into it, right? Providing some unique things around um, insights into cadences with, you know, what kind of, you know, not providing recommendations as much as, um, well, yeah, I guess you could call them recommendations, but not telling salespeople how to sell, but, you know, at least giving them kind of like, okay, based on the data, this is the cadence or this is the temporal distribution that works for when you, you know, what has worked in the past based on what's closed in your funnel, right? This is when you should be calling, visiting. This is, you know, this is how someone else is closed based on their distribution of meetings, calls, visits, blah, blah, blah. Um, And kind of, you know, crunching all that data. And, you know, we we have 90% of our users actually not syncing with an outside CRM and actually using our platform as their kind of like simpler CRM system, right? So um, thus we can do a lot more interesting things and we can provide them with a lot more insight into their data than just this is who you should go visit. Um, more so like this is how you should kind of, you know, think about, or this is, you know, constructing your sales process or your sales follow-ups, uh, based on what you've done in the past, based on what others on your team have done. Um, and, and just thinking about unique ways to kind of, you know, push the ball forward with that stuff. And I think, um, you know, our solution today is a very basic fundamental need for salespeople. How do you plan your day and how do you know who to visit and when to visit them? Right. And I think moving it forward, that won't change. It'll just become, a little bit better with, uh, you know, more insights as this product evolves into sort of, you know, how you've sold in the past and maybe suggestions on how you should sell in the future, right? Yeah, so. yeah very cool. Yeah, I mean, selling is is pretty simple. It's it's not easy. In fact, it's very hard, but it, it is simple. And as you said, you know, organize your day, organize your route, master the basics, follow up, and, and I I've sort of reduced sales to four four key things that if you master, uh, you can succeed. And you know, it's just just execute the fundamentals, and you'll uh, you'll have a good chance of success. Success. Absolutely. You know, I think technology plays an important role in automating a lot of the mundane tasks salespeople have follow-ups, you know, writing to customers, emails, things like that. And there's a lot of great tools nowadays, Slack, Boomerang, you know, Hunter.io, Lucify, tools like this that help prospect, help make you more efficient at all the things you do every day, including not my customers. And I think that's absolutely stuff that we have to embrace. But 
I think when it comes back down to it, you know, why is stuff like, you know, outside sales, you know, kind of, you know, why are people talking about this again? Why are we sitting here talking about this? It's because it's back to those fundamentals. Right. And, and that's, you know, it seems like that's the case in, in a lot of things in life. Right. So, yeah. Well, yeah, the fundamentals always uh, master the fundamentals and um, that's most of what you need to do. All right. Well, Matt, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, tell folks how they can find out more about Matt, my customers and connect with you. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Thanks for having me. Um, so if you want to learn more about Matt My Customers, you can come to our site at mattmycustomers.me or just check us out. Look us up on uh, the Apple App Store or Google Play Stores. Um, and uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, you know connecting with potential, you know, any potential sales leaders out there who we can get feedback from. Okay, excellent. Well, again, thanks. And friends, thank you for spending this time with us today. Make sure you come back, join us next time for another great episode of Accelerate. Uh, until then, if you get a chance, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or whatever application you use to listen to podcasts and uh, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. So thanks again for joining me. Until next time, this is Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. Mm-hmm.